Hello, everybody. You're listening to the sultry voice of James Yonick. I am live from remote location, and our buddies back home are also on the call. We've got Faras and Nathan still holding down the fort in Reno. So we're going to do this thing regardless of my absence slash presence via remote technology. So how's it going over there, guys? going good it's going good we miss you though man i know i'm just the best also humble i'm a great guy so i was changing light bulbs you know i haven't changed one light bulb but i've turned on 19 computers wow that's awesome yeah yeah yep this whole remote work thing for the teachers is just as much fun but less than all the remote work for all other human beings in the world because they only have to deal with one computer. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, so I think all the teachers really need to go back to school for probably about three weeks so they can get a certificate in IT. Yeah. And then they'll be golden. Absolutely. That would be a good requirement. <laughs> <laughs> and on top of that. Let me put it that way. So. Exactly. On top of that, I, I mean, they're dealing with, you know, not adults who are working on a computer and having issues. They're going to be working with children who are right. on a computer having issues and their parents who are over their shoulder trying to tell them how to get it done. So it should be it should be a lot of fun for the teachers these next few months. No kidding. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But this will be handy, though. A lot of kids will probably learn about computers um, and actually hone in their skills a lot earlier just because of this whole deal. I mean, our generation's pretty tech savvy, but I, I can't tell you how many kids I went to school with um, at the college level that still just didn't understand. And not only that, but the use of a Mac really doesn't help either. <laughs> it's so basic in a lot of ways, but anyway. Um, so uh, we want to kick off this uh, with, um, with my story, or do you, or do you want to start for us? Uh, let's go. Yeah. We'll have you start. Okay. That sounds you. good. Um, so I, uh, I, uh, I'm originally from Reno area, but uh, I don't really remember that because from such a young age we moved to Elko and uh, um, grew up on my mom's family's cattle ranch. So um, it was a big experience. Um, learned a lot about hard work and um, you know, you know the birds and the bees from the animals to speak, right? <laughs> but uh, um, no, but it was a great experience. Um, I think that uh, play a lot of sports um, and growing up and that was kind of a big part of our lives, um, you know, and then I eventually, you know, moved to Reno for, for college after I graduated high school in Elko. Um, and didn't really know what I wanted to study. I think that from an early age, I always thought that, look, I want to be a lawyer. So I thought that sort of the, the, the track to that was sort of, you know, go and study political science and stuff like that. So I remember being um, in my first poli-sci class and just being like, okay, this isn't for me because there's so much in question all the time. It's sort of like there's never really truly a right answer. And I think that was kind of my hint at more of a analytical side of things. Um, so um, that kind of, it didn't, you know, 
ruin sort of my desire to be a lawyer, but it sort of made me look for other options. And so I actually had a friend that was studying, you know, business marketing at the, at the time. He said, Hey, look, like this is really cool and interesting. Um, you know, uh, you know, you should check it out. So I checked it out and I liked it. Right. So I majored in that. And then as part of, um, you know, core business, we had to take econ classes and, um, I was like, you know what, this is really what I really like. Um, and then I decided to double major in that. So it's kind of like, um, my whole life has been sort of this random sort of serendipitous walk. I mean, I've never really known like a direct path, um, and how I was going to get there, but it just sort of things have come up and I've, I've tried them, um, and sort of, you know, gained interest in a different area and, and moved in that direction. And that's sort of how my life has been, um, you know, um, up through my education. Um, I think that, you know, as far as evolving into my professional careers, um, you know, um, I mentioned earlier that, you know, I did a lot of sports and one of those, those sports was, you know, skiing, um, and skiing to, you know, was heavily encouraged by my grandpa. He was always a big ski racer, so on, et cetera. But one of the things that he really, um, what I learned from him through skiing was not only the skill, but sort of the opportunity that you have to connect with people while you're riding a chairlift. <laughs> and so, you know, I kind of brought that love of skiing to, to, um, to Reno uh, with me and the skills I had learned from my grandpa, um, you know, as he met, you know, various investors and, and people through his experience skiing um, and made lifetime friendships. And, uh, you know, while sort of looking for my first internship, I just happened to ride a ski lift with a guy and I would always, you know, had, I'd always practice sort of learning a little bit about that person and found out this guy, you know, was heavily involved in, um, you know, digital marketing. Um, and, you know, I said, well, that's, you know, that's cool. I'm, I'm studying marketing. Um, and, um, you know, we had a conversation about it and then I said, you know, you wouldn't happen to have an internship. And he's like, you know, I've only had one intern and I had a really good experience. Um, um, I am, I am considering getting another one. And so by the time I got off that chairlift, he gave me his card and to contact him. And I had basically already had my first real world experience outside of the ranch, right? Like, uh, as I had always worked there, but it was a cool experience. Um, I enjoyed the internship, but I found that it wasn't really for me. Mark digital marketing wasn't really for me. Um, and then I ended up meeting, um, you know, my second intern boss, um, you know, why well, I, I didn't mean, you know, it was like another connection, you know, it was a friend of, of my mom's, uh, you know, his son. So I um, reached out to him, learned a little bit about what he did. He worked for the Nevada Department of Agriculture and, you know, global trade and economic development. So that sort of um, was about, you know, encouraging business in Nevada, um, you know, whether that be, you know, businesses relocating to Nevada, helping them get funding for different um, you know, projects, um, conducting research, um, market research, but all in the ag sector. So, um, 
I worked in that field and learned um, a lot about like global trade um, and did some cool data analysis. Um, so that was fun. Got to use some technical skills. Um, and then from there, um, you know, this experience really landed me a position at uh, IGT, whereas I'm still currently working, but in a different role where I worked in sort of global trade and and uh, the logistics department um, and, uh, um, you know, worked on the import and export of gaming machines, right? So very interesting, um, but, you know, I still had sort of this desire to, um, you know, pursue um, other opportunities. Um, and, uh, but before I go there, I'd like to sort of say that this is, you know, while I was in logistics, I had the great opportunity to, um, you know, get, you know, a green belt in Lean Six Sigma. And so it was a cool experience, another um, opportunity to just take advantage of being able to learn something new. Um, and because of that, I actually got to meet these two good guys. Um, so I met, I met James Yannick and he actually came on to do the uh, program with us because he was already, you know, um, doing the one that our company provided. Um, so it was cool. And then through him, I met Faraz. So I've gotten to make these really cool connections. And I know that um, uh, it's been sort of a random adventure and uh, nothing's been planned. It may sound like it because hindsight's always twenty twenty, but uh, it's really been just sort of a random walk. But, you know, as we enjoy the steps and move forward, you know, it's it's kind of the process and story that sort of sort of builds. Um, so it's cool. But I really like to highlight the sort of the um, connections that get made. Um, and you never really know how your life's going to go. And it's it's kind of, um, you know, take advantage of any kind of opportunities. Um, and this sort of leads to my current job in accounting where I actually had a connection with um, a um, friend of a buddy's um, who worked in accounting. And he sort of recommended, you know, that because I was looking for more of a finance role to check out an accounting and he spoke to the, the, the manager and AR. And so I actually ended up getting an interview and convincing him that, uh, you know, I was the right man for the job, which a lot of times it was a scary move just because I remember accounting in college and I hated it, but it's sort of just about conquering that fear um, and remembering the, the successful things that you've done in your life um, and just, you know, um, looking back on them and, you know, meditating on them because that's sort of that, that reassures you that you have the ability to continue to go forward and conquer um, other obstacles in your life. Um, and so, um, you know, I took on this challenge and, you know, I, I feel that I've, I've done a good job so far and it's, it's, it's sort of a learning experience. It's a huge learning curve, you know, it's a very different um, experience, but um, so now I'm sort of together with my two friends here, we're looking to sort of increase and grow and um, take those next steps. Um, and I think that if there's one thing that I can, uh, you know, quote that has always made a big difference in my life is that, you know, um, you know, pretend to be the person you want to be until you're that person. Um, so it's, uh, you know, it's a step at a time. I just wanted to say, Nathan, it's, you know, been a pleasure to meet you in that way. The way we 
come into your story, um, you know, is, is pretty interesting. Uh, I was going to ask a couple of questions just on, uh, so what were, cause you went through your education, uh, kind of quickly and I, I found myself like thinking about stuff to say, I'm, I'm working on that. It's one of my weaknesses, right. Instead of listening, um, the, what, what, what's the list of things you have under your, your name as far as your education background again? Um, so I, yeah, as far as degrees, right. Yeah, just just the list of degrees and your and your uh, double majors and stuff again. Right. Yeah. So I have I have a bachelor's um, in marketing. I have a bachelor's in um, economics. Um, I have a um, Lean Six Sigma Green Belt certificate, um, and um, a lot of books on my shelf. Um, <laughs> that doesn't mean I read all of them, but uh, I do uh, I do like to read and learn, but. Uh, my future goals is that I, I'd like to, um, you know, get an MBA um, eventually. Um, and whether I look for other certification programs or not, um, I don't know. Um, it just depends on sort of where, you know, my path takes me. I mean, what's required. Right. What, what, what's required. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, but yeah, that's that's what I have so far. Cool, man. Uh, the only other question I was going to ask was, you know, when you learned about the birds and the bees from the ranch, did you also learn that you need to take them to dinner first once you went to college, right? Uh, that's that's correct. Yeah. And, uh, okay. Cool. Uh, you know, you, you do learn that. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, no, it was a, you know, it's, it, I, I really did enjoy growing up on a cattle ranch. Um, a lot of people ask me, like, you know, why aren't you in, you know, ranching today well it's it's just that you know i had bigger dreams it's not that that's not you know you know to my level or i'm above that it's just that i have different goals um i think that um so that was that was something that uh you know i wanted to pursue something else i guess there's two key takeaways from you know my degrees that i could throw out there and that's that you know everything's marketing and sales if you really think about it you know, I don't care if you're getting ready for a date or not. You're combing your hair, you're taking a shower, you're putting that smell good stuff on. That's marketing. You're selling yourself to a job, showing people that you have the skills, so on, etc. That's marketing. So, you know, just building friendships with each other. That's marketing. Um, the other key takeaway that I really like about, you know, econ is that, that you really learn sort of how to act rationally. Um, and sort of look at things, um, you know, within the economy or how you handle your money in a very different, more conservative way um, to hopefully build, you know, lasting wealth, right? So those are two cool things. Um, but that being said, you know, they're very um, non-career specific, right? So in some ways, right. people who might go through the sort of might have might actually experience sort of um, you know it might be more difficult to see to sort of find what you truly love right so that's that's a trade-off um, but um, I think there's a lot of value at so um, I definitely had a good experience um, and I've always kind of had an interest in being sort of an entrepreneur um, so I kind of like the uh, broad base but um, then again, it really, it really depends on the person. So, 
Oh yeah. And I, I hope we get to dig into some more of those topics and stuff as we, as we record more and, and get together more often. I'm, I'm super interested in, in learning more about those topics. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry to cut you off for us before you got to get into your story, but I had to, oh, no. had to right. ask Nathan a few questions. I'll probably do the same thing to you as well. Just to, we'll, we'll uh, just ask to take a few questions. I know. Uh, but I was going to ask you, like, so you, you kind of talked about, like, you randomly went through life because you didn't really know what you wanted to do until. Well, yeah, yeah, I had the sort of the idea of wanting to be a lawyer. Right. Uh, I, I didn't really expand much on that either, but it, yeah, I kind of got drowned it out uh, eventually. Um, and I did, I, I, as I learned that I liked econ, I also learned that it's very, very common for people to study economics and then go into law because um, because of the logic that's applied in economics. It's oh, sure, yeah. very applicable to the LSAT. So, it, and that was kind of a venture, but eventually I just decided that, you know, that was a, or what I meant to say is that was also part of the reason why I wanted to study economics, but it kind of just weeded out. I just didn't think that the school was worth the effort. Gotcha. Right, yeah. like, or, or, yeah, so anyway. For sure. Do you still kind of feel like you're walking around randomly or do you feel like more you have a subtle plan now? Definitely. So, yeah, I guess I should have clarified that better, but I think that with um, sort of having this idea, I mean, I've always had a plan, right? But it's been very broad in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. where I've just, you know, I've wanted to learn as much as I can about business um, different business aspects. And this was after sort of going through college, right? Like I didn't really know that I wanted to be a lawyer, but I wasn't going to not, you know, check it out. And I decided I didn't like that. So I got more into the business, you know, got very interested in sort of the, um, entrepreneurial aspect. So I have this vision, but I'm not sure how all the pieces quite connect yet. See what I mean? Like I haven't really gotten to the point where, you know, I mean, I was in the Sontag entrepreneurship competition with a couple friends, um, and we had an idea, and we don't really need to go into it because it take a while. <laughs> but um, that was kind of like my first exploration. Um, it was fun. It's just that you learn that you know our group sort of split up just because you learned that you know it's difficult to work with people and certain people. Right. So sometimes you just don't have a good mix. And so you have to, you know, if you're building, you're trying to build a, you know, productive organization, um, you know, it's, it's important who you work with. And, uh, there was some, you know, we just, we didn't blog, didn't get along. So it just sort of ended up not happening. <laughs> right. So it was, it was unfortunate, but, um, we did do well, we got in the top 15, but, um, never progressed past that. So, for sure. um, we did launch it, um, but we just, we built the website and everything and then just sort of cut it. Gotcha. Loose. And yeah. <laughs> it was ridiculous. I think that's what but... a lot of people learned in, um, capstone class, like, yeah. uh, for capstone, we all have to get together, uh, teams, like you can have your own team of your friends Yeah. and you all have to work on a project that whole semester. But, um, you quickly learn like, um, some people you thought were like smart or like hard working, like, oh, no, you know, I don't really work well with this guy. You know? Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. But you try and. Yeah. So it's just a, yeah, I mean, that's one step you kind of learn about mm-hmm. like starting a business and then you, um, you know, hopefully, you know, um, 
um, you know, I've got to learn that, you know, who you work with is important. And so the next step, when you finally find that idea, I hope that, you know, you have a good team with you. Right. Yeah. Or, or not, you know, it just yeah, depends yeah. like, you know, whether you do it yourself, but, um, but anyway, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm still, I'm still at that point where, um, I'm still sort of, um, I have my view and my visions, but, um, you know, I'm just working out, I'm taking it a step at a time. Um, and opening the doors to any kind of opportunity, um, and and that's 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 where it's at. So. Absolutely, it's good to stay open. Thank you. Yeah. The uh, you know, with your view and your visions, I heard peyote really helps with that. <laughs> well, you know, uh, if you know how to get your hands on that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but in the uh, yeah. but anyway, we'll. <laughs> All jokes aside, um, no, it, it's awesome. Um, you, you're a lot of fun to listen to because you've got, you know, you've had all of these, all these really cool thoughts that are going to fit right in with this podcast. And I, um, like you, you've alluded, alluded to, I think we're getting to the point where us three are finding that, you know, we enjoy working together. We all have very unique um, uh, attributes to add to this team. And um, to quote, uh, I think it was John Collins who said this. He said, um, if you have a big dream, you're going to need a big team. And and you've got to learn to surround yourself with the type of people that you can work with, that you can trust, and that have the energy that you have. Um, otherwise, otherwise, you feel like you've got an anchor around you. So so it's awesome to hear you saying that. And I think we're, we're a step in the right direction for sure. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so, I agree with that. So, Fantastic. That's a good point. Glad you brought that up, James. What about you, Faraz? Where'd you come from? What's your story? Oh, I don't really have one. <laughs> uh, I just showed up one day and here I am. Yep. Big bang. That's me, man. Big bang. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going we're gonna to have to call you Big Bang from here on out. Big bang. Uh, yep, it, 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 but um, coming up, um, I really had no clue what I wanted to do throughout my high school career. I was not active in anything. I wasn't like passionate about anything. I was kind of just like walking through life, you know, not really trying anything. And if, like out of nowhere, it comes up senior year and they asked me what do you want to do and i couldn't believe i was already at that point i was like wow i did not put any thought into this whatsoever so i'm like well i've enjoyed i i, I like playing games and i've done like four years of electronics i guess i'll just do something with electrical systems i heard about this program at this community college for uh an electrical school i was like perfect i'll just do that and man did that kick my ass like uh <laughs> you go, if you go into something without that like without um doing any research or knowing what you're getting into i mean it's really gonna really gonna kick you but i got through it and i'm glad i did i mean it really did show me like i i have to work hard uh, uh, what I'm doing and because of that 
and I landed a pretty good job. Uh, it's not what I, I wanted to be doing, but because of that experience, I was like, well, you know what, I'll try to give um, actual college the real go because, you know, I've been living here my whole life. I really should try to go out and uh, explore things by myself. Well, I went to college for an electrical engineering degree and I've enjoyed it for the most part, but what I found out was, um, again, it's, I guess that passion that you need to find, um, cause going through that degree, a lot of it or towards the end was mostly just theory. And to be honest, I couldn't care less about it. So I started showing up to class less and less. Whenever there was a test, I would kind of just um, study what I needed to study. And I was all by myself. And um, I, getting out of that and finding a job, I was actually looking for uh, passion projects to do by myself. And I stumbled upon like um, the Python scripting. And I really enjoyed that. I wanted to implement that into something for work. So I've been learning that on my own. And I was talking to a friend recently and I told him like, hey, I'm learning Python. And he goes, what? You hated CS135. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> but I guess it was cause like they were just telling me what to do. This one, I wanted to do something for work. I had an idea in mind and I thought it'd be really cool to try and I just ended up liking it. So since then, um, I've just been finding passion projects on my own and I really want to keep finding those projects that I like to do. It really drives me to, to work. So that's about it, mainly for me. <laughs> So do you think that you might take a, a different direction into um, some sort of programming? I was thinking about that. Like yeah. I might go, I'd like to strive more for computer engineering. That would be cool. Yeah. I really enjoyed the um, my computer engineering classes. We didn't have a lot of them, but uh, the ones I did, I was actually like really into it. And I... Like I was teaching my friends at that point. That's cool. Yeah. Wow. So do you think that there's, there's, is there, do you know if there's any like certificates that you could get at this point to, I don't know much about that stuff, but. All right. My plan to, really was, um, cause I've just been kind of learning it uh, passively, just like yeah. what needs to be done. And I'd like to do a couple more projects at work. So I've just been learning it, applying it to work and then, uh, Hopefully just keep those under my resume and see where that takes me. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. That's awesome. The C, the computer engineering, um, one of my mentors, actually, you know, our manager for us, he, he really talks up computer engineering because it's a lot of hardware, which we already have a little bit of a foundation theory wise on mm -hmm. from, you know, electrical engineering. Yeah. And then it also brings in that concept of how the code works with the hardware. And, and then once you start ended up, you know, learning how to code and stuff like that, you have a hardware aspect to it, but then he goes, it opens up a different 
realm of how you can solve and think about problems. You can think about it from a hardware standpoint or a software standpoint. Yeah. This isn't a technical podcast, so I'm not going to get into that too much. But mm-hmm. you know, it's it's awesome to hear that and think that you know it has a lot of utility in in where you're at now with our, our current employment. And um, no, that's that's awesome. Yeah, that's why I, I always like that that like marriage of software and hardware because um, I mean I could do I can do coding, but I mean that gets um, at some point that gets like really boring. I, I I do enjoy like watching the the hardware do uh, does what it needs to do, and um, like wiring I've always enjoyed actually when I was going through that initial like electrical field. Um, program I, I really enjoyed just doing like some hard wiring they're always fun <laughs> oh yeah yeah when everything's put together and you press the button and the right stuff turns on and for the right amount of time it, <laughs> nothing like it man mm-hmm. i know nathan you can't quite relate but <laughs> oh, I'm sure <laughs> 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 uh, so on the on the self-development side you know what reflecting on on how you were in high school if you were to go and talk to your high school self we we were able to hop into a time machine and you're able to go to your freshman year of high school is there anything what what advice would you give yourself from from your high school days uh maybe like just try it's really not that hard (laughs) that's not that bad because I was definitely like minimum C student. I could have easily gotten A's and B's just put a little bit of effort. And I think just like if I got into that habit of just putting in an effort earlier, it would have been a lot better. I mean, I, I, I'm glad I get I get to reflect on that stuff and realize all that's happened and working on like self-development but to have that habit early on would have been nice for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so this, uh, now that for us has given his, uh, his, his life story, I've given mine, we're all uh, itching to know, um, about yours. So would you like to uh, tell everyone, um, how the, uh, James Yannick came to be? <laughs> well, when a mommy and a daddy love each other very much. <laughs> I think you're going to skip can skip a couple years. <laughs> oh, okay. So not from the very beginning, right? The, not my first foot race. Yeah. No, my <laughs> No, uh, <laughs> this would be the perfect cliffhanger. I'm going to go ahead and stop the episode here, and we'll just have to wait to see how James came to be next time. No. <laughs> how are we going to keep the listeners involved if we don't stop it here? <laughs> no, uh, uh, I was, you know, it's it's kind of cool because Faraz went through a similar program as me after high school. So um, we kind of, that's kind of where we missed paths slightly the very first time (laughs) Um, it's pretty crazy so i'll get to that part uh you know through high school i was extremely extremely um my my mom keeps walking in and out of the room so they cut out a few door slams in the background (laughs) 
she apologizes. It's okay. Um, so, you know, through middle school, super awkward. Um, I, elementary, I had tons of friends. My mom was a teacher and I was fairly well surrounded by people who looked up to me for whatever reason, probably because they were scared of my mother. So that worked out. And then middle school, you know, I was, you know, everyone's awkward in middle school or a bully in middle school. So it's kind of you one end of the spectrum or the other from my observations. By high school, it took me like freshman year, I decided to start playing football. Never had I watched football or cared about football ever. And then all of a sudden, I don't know what it was. I saw one of my friends from down the street, super skinny kid, built like a twig. And I was like, what is he doing in pads? He actually looks like a little bit intimidating. I want to have that feeling. I want to see what it's like to, you know, not be scared of something. So with my heart beating in the top of my throat, I went and and I was like, (laughs) the first person I had to convince to allow me to do it was my mother. Because she talked nothing but bad about football all all growing up. Because, you know, football is hard on people's bodies. It's hard on your brain. And, and it is a scary sport to watch your kid play. And I understood that, but I was like, mom, I want to try this sport. And uh, it just goes to show you taking that first action step to kind of hit that first, what is your roadblock? How do you get through it? Because as soon as I talked to her about it and explained why I wanted to play, she was like, all right, well, we got to go talk to the coaches. And she immediately went into mom problem solving mode. She's like, how do I get you on the football team? And from that, you know, it was, I wouldn't even know who to talk to or how to talk to someone. She walked right into their practice in the gym during <laughs> whatever the opening, you know, open door, walk through the high school, learn where your classes are day, walks into their practice and was like, hey, I want to talk to a coach real quick. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, no. And boom, I was playing football. Every single kid who knew me from middle school was like, what are you doing here? And I was like, well, that's a little mean. But, um, you know, I was like, you know, I'm just, I don't know. That's what I gave everyone the answer. And I learned how to play football. I learned what a tight end was. It wasn't just a nice butt. <laughs> <laughs> it was a position on a football field. Holy cow. Who knew, you know? And so um, that's kind of what I played freshman year. I went through and finally earned my pads the, through the last few days of, of the you know, practice sessions before we started scrimmaging and stuff and and just grew to love the challenge and the discomfort of being on a football field, you know, and, and having that team spirit, even though I was side by side with some of the kids that I did not, I did not enjoy their company going through middle school because they had this confidence about them. They had this, you know, this something that just made me uncomfortable. Um, you know, as football players, they had enjoyed a a confidence and knowing that they could kick people's butts to some extent, you know, they felt kind of invincible, you know? And, uh, so I never got along well with kids like that. And then I got to be a part of their team and I earned the respect of that type of people. And it was not near as hard as I thought it was going to be. So football was a huge experience for me throughout high school and, and growing up and sticking with it because there were times you wanted to quit always, you know, I, I was still a nerd in high school that did not change. I still was in AP classes and honors classes up to my eyeballs in, in uh, other um, clubs like FFA and, and just always going and moving. And I played three sports and was in FFA and very active in FFA. I was an officer and, and honors societies and all kinds of crap. 
you know, just kept myself super strung out. Um, great experiences, but it was, it was half baked in every single time I went and talked to someone or went and did something. It was like, Hey, my brain's always a little bit of somewhere else. And so that was interesting to navigate through that. And, and from everyone looking at looking at it, it was successful in all fronts for the most part. So that was kind of a cool to experience and, and have navigated that and to make a lot of different friends along the way. So graduated high school as a valedictorian of a small school, you know, so whatever that means. Um, and people are like, well, where are you going to go? And I said, well, I don't know. And exactly. I know I'm, I'm smart enough and I, I enjoy, I enjoy intellectually challenging myself but I don't want to spend a bunch of money figuring out how I want to do that in life to make money. And so what I did is I, I had also been in some technical classes and I was in welding and stuff. And we were shown that electrical program that Faraz was talking about. And there was a scholarship that went along with that. And I was like, well, I'll just apply for that. And so I applied for that. I put my portfolio together with the help of, of my ag welding teacher and, and who, you know, everyone, everyone thought I was crazy. Why aren't you just going to some big school? Well, I'm getting paid to go to school if I stay here. So that's what I did. I went through that electrical program. And like for us, it kicked my butt, spent hours on that campus, putting stuff together, understanding different skill sets that I'd never had to do before. And, and just the electrical theory stuff that was taught to a technician is, is pretty basic, but it's not uncomplicated. Um, and so being able to go from the theory and actually put your hands on the wiring, like he was saying, it's so much fun to wire stuff up after you've learned what's going on behind the scenes. And I loved that. So, and I always knew, okay, I want to, I want to do something in engineering. Probably, you know, people have told me I'm good at math. People have told me I'm good at science. Let's go do some engineering. So that was always kind of the back of my mind. And I was always working towards that throughout school. So it was like electrical technical degree. And then also on the side of that, I was doing upper level math classes. So I could transfer to UNR. And that was my, that was my strategy and my plan. So I always had something to lead me in a direction. And I pretty much stuck to that plan. Electrical engineer today um, for the test department. And uh, for, you know, manufacturing slot machines along the same department as, as for us. And then, you know, always trying to keep that open mind and talk to different people and, and um, really just gather information to help, help myself has been an interesting thing that I've turned to and trying to find mentors that, that I can take advice from and, and really have guided me along the way, led me to that you know, lean core, uh, six Sigma training that I ended up, you know, getting to know Nathan in. And, um, you know, it's been, it's been quite the ride. Uh, my story's got lots of little stories along the way, but the bulk of it is, you know, two associates is a uh, two associates degrees in two years, the electrical technical associates of science and engineering, uh, from the same school that for us started at. And then just like for us transferred to UNR, um, to get my bachelor's in electrical engineering. So that's the educational stack up, but the relationships along the way and the constant, you know, just discomfort I felt trying to have the next, the next best experience, 
I guess is what it was. Um, going through school, I was never alone. I, I think that that was, it probably still is a big fear of mine to, to be alone. And so I've always loved teaching people because there's always someone to listen to. Um, I've always loved studying with people because, <laughs> because you were able to bounce ideas off each other. And when I would mess up, I, they would catch it or when they would mess up, I would catch it. And so that's how I, that's how I scraped through school constantly, um, working with other people. And so that's why this, this podcast kind of came as a natural thing for me to recommend because, you know, without, without you guys to fill some of the gaps in my own weaknesses and stuff like that, you know, I don't know that I would continue to, to push it forward. I gain confidence from knowing that my weaknesses aren't going to stop this from being a potential success. So, um, yeah, to, to put a point on it, thank you guys for being here today. Thanks for sharing your stories. And, uh, and those are going to be very important to us forever as we, as we gain our vision, um, like Nathan has, has been working on, uh, and, and for us, as he starts figuring out those passion projects and stuff like that, that's going to lead right into his vision for his life as well. And, uh, we're all going to be pushing each other throughout this whole process. And that's, that's super exciting to me. That's what I need to continue to, uh, progress forward. Otherwise, it's very easy to get content in your own little bubble or discontent in your own little bubble and be completely wrapped and self-concerned and, and uh, never get over that if you don't have some external external support. So that's about it. Bravo, man. Bravo. Bravo. It wasn't even hurt. I don't have bullet points. I don't have nothing. This is, this is all just trash from beginning to end right out of the mouth. Right, right. So my, my question is, is that, um, you know, once you put on those pads and you learned, um, you know, about football, you know, it was a painful experience for you at first, obviously, right? Like, you know, you're, you're, you're uncomfortable, but, you know, um, like you said, after you push through that, that sort of difficult um, scenario, um, you know, you, you felt much more confident in yourself. And do you think that that sort of, uh, picking up that that confidence and, and that experience sort of led to your success in other areas or or um, what do you think? No, I, I absolutely do. Um, and until I kind of started even telling this out loud, I don't know that I would have pinpointed that. Um, it's never something that comes to mind when I'm just kind of thinking about my story in my own head. But that confidence I gained from football definitely was important. Um, you know, I I don't know what made me say it just now or kind of glom onto that experience, but it was the first time I felt truly out of place. But then it turned out to, I found my place within that realm. Right. And so um, with that experience, whenever I get uncomfortable now, I'm like, well, first of all, I'm not going to get blindsided by a big dude out here in the world. <laughs> you know, right. I'm... Uh, keep my head on a swivel yeah but but i'm not physically in any danger here i can i can learn i can ask questions and and the worst that people can do is is verbally verbally get upset or or whatever so it's it's definitely given me a perspective um moving forward and every every time you take an action and find out that the consequence is way less uh, severe than you originally thought it was especially to the negative connotation you're like, wow, you know, that wasn't so bad. I can do this again. Right, right. 
that that's what football really gave me yeah that's awesome yeah you know like you know you can only you can only truly experience your worst state well you can experience multiple times if you continue to grow but um i think that i think that that's cool because obviously the the real story or what i get from that experience is that you know you took you you took sort of an experience that was very uncomfortable um and you dedicated time to becoming better at that and then it resulted in sort of this big growth opportunity and i just think that like sort of success breeds success you know um and sometimes you have to go through a lot of pain to succeed but the more you continue to push and strive uh, that's that's where you continue to see a lot of growth and so that's cool absolutely couldn't agree more so well that that kind of wraps up all of our stories uh we're gonna go ahead and sign off here pretty soon but you know i just want to point out that you know we didn't really lead into this you know with with nathan's go-getter act attitude he kind of just started up the stories and i absolutely love that because i am not good at transitions yet so (laughs) someone um but to to kind of wrap it up you know the reason we decided to kind of let this be the topic of our episode is for you know those of you out there listening to get to know us a little bit and to point out exactly how important your own stories are and so um, i'm going to throw out the challenge for anyone who is listening to this to think about their story Um, i don't care where you're at in life whether you're listening to this from you know while you're in high school if you're in college if you're an employee who's just looking for something to to do next what's next for you as an employee you know really think about your story and and figure out what you can draw from those experiences because i don't know about for youtube but just saying mine out loud today really really opened up some stuff that i hadn't thought about in a long time that was pretty pivotal for me and uh so encourage everyone else out there to, to listening to do the same thing and see what they come up with and and feel free to share it with us you know put it in the comments or or shoot us an email, um, uh, search for the margins at gmail.com, uh, set up and, and we'll all be able to have access to that and read your guys' stories. If you have them to, to type out, love to hear from you. Thank you everyone for listening. Yeah. Talk to you guys later.